0: Close your eyes and open your mind. This is Phantom Nirvana, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Our cast is Reagan as Axel Johnson, Michael as Joshua Ames, Ben as Sam Campbell, Kevin as Marcus Burkhead, Phil as the Dungeon Master, and myself, Courtney, as Mallory Reed. Be advised, this story contains dark themes that may not be suitable for some audiences and now we present phantom Firefly. our last episode, the characters took shelter in the Drunken Violin Tavern, where they got to know a local man named Lauren. This is episode six, Public Figures.
1: Well, I think that they're cannibals simply because uh, all the bandages they have on them might not all be from the beasts. Could be from uh, some people taking little portions.
0: I certainly thought the implication was that these people are whoever has the most muscle to give is donating to the stew pot.
1: Yeah,
2: that's what yeah. I thought so too. This Sam looks down at his own muscles and then <laughs> looks at the rest of our party looking a little bit hardier than
3: the rest of the townsfolk. Sam, uh, I think you'd be a pretty good candidate for dinner. No uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, they, we never got a straight answer when we asked what kind of meat it was. So I'm pretty skeptical that it's anything that we'd be interested in eating. Can I uh, flag down Basil?
4: Sure, right. you can flag down Basil. She comes by the table. Hello.
3: Can I hey, open? Basil. Uh, I was wondering if you had anything else to eat besides the meat.
4: Well, we have the vegetables. We have uh, some potatoes. We have um, Yeah. You're not, uh, inter- not interested in the meat, are you?
3: Nah, you know, I, I don't know why I just I'm not really in the mood today. Are you staying for the Hunger's Mond tomorrow?
4: We
0: are Oh yeah.
3: Well
4: then you may want to just wait until the feast. There is a grand feast at the Hunger's Mond.
3: Oh, uh, we were unaware of that. Uh, what 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 sort of things are served at the feast? That sounds great. That's
4: exciting. Oh, oh it's 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 truly a grand feast. There'll be all kinds of fruit and vegetables. Um, all types of meats, different animals, uh, roasted, uh, spiced. There'll be uh, baked goods there. It's it's truly decadent. Nothing like uh, we normally eat.
0: Who provides all of that food?
4: It's stockpiled through the year. We we acquire some of the rarer bits from traders who pass through. What is uh, it that you guys usually eat? The main fare in town is uh, is root vegetables. It's really the only thing that we can get. Uh, To grow consistently is that that's under the ground. Uh, We have to hide most of our plots to try to grow anything uh, from the Vargan.
0: Was this always the way here, or was this town prosperous in the past?
4: Uh, Wolfswater has gone through uh, many different iterations. Historically, there was a terrible um, plague uh, that once swept through the village, uh, killed, you know, maybe 70% of the uh, population there's only about 150 of us now uh but it was larger then and um the town was actually known as a, a mecca for um armed combat the circle of stones maybe you noticed it out there originally okay. that was used as as part of an event uh that would occur several times each year where um combatants would um would uh, you know battle do battle it was called the flesh harvest and they would do battle and uh, try to determine who was the who was the greatest champion for that, for that season. Lately, uh, the village really has no livestock to speak of. As I said, uh, not much vegetables that grow above the ground. So we haven't got much aside from what we can get from traders and uh, and uh, you know the odd wilted greens, or if we manage to keep a, a chicken or a goat alive by keeping it indoors or something. Hunger is sort of I guess you could say um, it's part of our lifestyle here.
1: There are a lot of game in the forests surrounding? Uh, like, could no. I go out and find some food myself?
4: No, I think you would find it quite hard. Uh, you could try, but I certainly wouldn't go at night. Vargans, hmm. Yeah, because of the vargains. Right. Right, and that they are the primary reason I would wager that there isn't much game in the woods either. Was there anything else? You wanted some other food? Uh, would you like I, the, uh, the root vegetables then?
3: I would be very interested in a plate of root vegetables.
4: Terrific, I'm happy to do it. Thank you. All right, and she walks off.
1: Uh, There goes my plan. I was really hoping we could uh, find some of our own food. Oh, can you find any more of those good berries? See, like, you know, I'm still not really sure how I did that. I held the little piece of uh, mistletoe, and then it just kind of changed. I thought I was tripping. I didn't really know.
3: You got to keep some mistletoe around. You still have more (laughs) of that?
1: No, I just got this piece of meat, and and I take it out. Uh You want this?
3: Mm, I don't think I do.
4: As you're chatting, a tall, robed man with a hooked nose approaches your table. He has a striking appearance. It's it's electric. It's charismatic. And he stands over your table looking down at the five of you <clears throat> for a moment, sort of taking you in. And then he gestures to, uh, to Basil over at the bar with a, a finger and points down to the table. And he says to you... Uh, Hello, and good evening. Allow me to welcome you to Wolf's Water. I am Alistair. I am the vassal of this humble village. I am also the priest of the Temple of Yunogu, and it is my pleasure to meet you. Whence do you come? What are your names?
3: Hello, uh, Mr. Alistair, priest of uh, Temple. Uh, my name's Josh. I'm from Stockton. There's Josh some great... from
4: Stockton. Terrific yes. to meet you. And, and you, sir, with the unkempt facial hair. I am Sir Axelson of Jortswearer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm here to, d- to enjoy this meal and the festival tomorrow.
4: Have you all come for the Hungryzmon?
0: We have. Hi, my name is Mal.
4: Hmm. Hello, Mal. You normally travel with this ragamuffin group here? I do. Fantastic. Oh, and from Stockton as well? Yes. Terrific. This place, Stockton, in which direction does it lie? Uh, across the desert. Across the Texas. You are travelers and traders as
0: well. No, we haven't come to trade.
4: Just to enjoy the festival. And how about you, sir? I see you've got a, a tiny piece of metal there what is that i heard you blowing upon it earlier
2: yes hello chap <clears throat> my name is uh, marcus burkhead uh, also from the lovely land of stockton and uh, <laughs> this this instrument here is a kazoo
4: excellent you shall keep us uh, entertained all evening long i'm sure and finally you the large chap in the back what is your name i'm sam just Sam, a simple name. Mm-hmm. From Stockton as well, Sam? Yes, yes. Excellent, well. I'm happy to meet you all and to hear that you've come to town for the Hungers Mon. We don't often get travelers come to visit the festival. How did you hear about it? Oh, Religious types, that's what we are. You are religious types?
1: Yeah. Yep. Fo- followers
4: right. of Yunogu.
1: Indeed, that's that's what we are.
4: Followers of Enogu. And at that moment, Basil breaks the uh, the awkwardness, and she places six additional tankards of this ale down on the table. And he pulls a ta- he pulls a chair over from a, an adjacent table and sits down with you. Takes one of the tankards. You all each have this this ale, big frothing tankards in front of you. And he says, "Well, we shall have a drink together to welcome you. Raise your tankards." This is our finest barrow root ale. I hope you do enjoy it. On this, the eve of the Hungersmond, I cannot make a toast without acknowledging the source of this delicious beverage. Surely you noticed our beautiful barrow trees, which encircle the village. They are an amazing organism. You see, because even when the tree falls or burns away or appears to have died, the roots under the ground they can live on for tens of thousands of years and spread a hundred length in all directions. The roots are the oldest living organisms on this plane. It is their hunger which sustains them. And now he's kind of got some attention from the rest of the folks in the, this area of the tavern. The roots hunger for nutrients in the soil. They hunger for water. They hunger for the sky above, for new life, for regrowth. It is the inherent hunger that makes this unique beverage possible. And so tomorrow, hmm. the beginning of the Hungersmon Festival, where we celebrate uh, the deity of our humble village, Yenogu, he is the gnoll god of hunger, is he not? To him, we raise high our glasses of this burrow root ale, and we say thank you for your blessings.
3: Josh pretends to drink, but doesn't drink.
4: Oh, Axel's slamming. Okay. I'd like uh, for both Josh and Axel to make a deception check. What did did we do? Oh, no. 16. Not too bad. Okay. You were able to successfully hide that you didn't actually drink. Yes. Um, (laughs) I, I rolled the four. He says, "Well, I am very glad to hear that you'll be attending the festival. We begin when you hear the horn sound, which is about mid-morning. And then, at that moment, you can hear that there's some commotion by one of the windows out on the kind of patio area. And you look over, and some people are looking out there, and you hear this squawk, squawk, squawk sound from coming from outside, and a man's voice shouting from a distance." you you can't understand exactly what it is, but there's something happening outside and someone who's at the window turns and looks at the rest of the rest of the tavern and says, well, uh, it looks like they got Elijah's chicken after all. And there are murmurs around the room sort of about, oh, well, he shouldn't have had the chicken. that's what he gets. You know, they're going to come and take it. If he He doesn't take care of it. And um, you kind of lean up in your chair and look outside and you catch just a glimpse for a moment of one of the Vargen loping across the, uh, the center of the village with uh, a chicken in its jaws. So Alistair sort of, uh, he doesn't even stand through all this and he just sort of laughs. off. Oh, well, Elijah. I'll have to have a talk with him hoarding food before the Hungersmon festival feast. I can't believe it.
2: How safe is this festival with all these bargain walking around?
4: A true follower of Yunogu will never be accosted by the Vargan. You would know that as religious folk. Oh, he's new. He's new. He's new, is he? Okay. Yeah. So how do they celebrate the Hungersmon in Stockton?
3: You know, Maybe- lots, lots of... Uh, uh, food stands and, you know, usually there's a band uh, and, you know, lots of craft wares, etc. Uh, maybe some vendors uh, giving swag away. That's usually pretty standard.
4: What about the contests?
1: Yeah, there's always some, you know, some games. You got to knock over the bottles or, you know, pin, pin the tail on the donkey. Sacrifices. The fun stuff, you know what I mean?
4: He just kind of is staring at you and his eyes become flint as he looks from one to the other. And he says, well, I'm glad that you're here. I hope you enjoy our version of the Hunger's Month Festival. I think I'll take my leave.
0: Before you go, Mal's gonna reach out and grab his hand and flirtily say, my friends have been drinking. I think that they're having a little bit of a joke. But we are really grateful for your hospitality, and we're glad to be here.
4: Well, uh, yes. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Uh, Mal, was it? Yes. Thank you, Mal. Um, I do appreciate that. Uh, I can understand, uh, you know, everyone's having, uh, having their drinks this evening. As a, <clears throat> a religious man and myself, uh, a leader in the church, I don't often partake, so this is sort of uh, I'm a bit out of my depth, I will say. Now he's standing, kind of looking down at you. And he just kind of lets the moment hang there, and then eventually <laughs> he turns on his heel and heads back. He heads back to the bar area. Nailed it.
3: You did. I I don't trust these religious folk, I say very quietly. <laughs> I mean, I don't in normal life, but I don't know. These, this this whole younogu situation seems pretty sketchy. Uh, I'm a little nervous about the whole welcome,
2: welcoming travelers scenario for them to wake up tomorrow realizing that they're the sacrifices. Just saying we should maybe keep a little eye on that.
1: Well, isn't this younogu guy like, like the guy we gotta beat?
2: Yeah, I mean, Lucas was saying that there was some kind of demon in town that we need to face. This
3: seems pretty close to a demon to me
2: yeah yeah an actual demon might be a bit on the nose but with what we've been experiencing so far who knows yes perhaps it's the ale talking but i
3: i don't trust any of these people this whole place gives me the creeps except maybe lauren he seemed like a pretty stand-up
1: Oh, yeah that guy seemed cool
3: yeah just don't interrupt his song
1: (laughs) maybe we should go see him were we planning to stay with him
2: uh i asked the group in hushed tones we haven't paid for any of this food yet, have we?
3: Oh.
0: No, we haven't. And all I have is the one gold piece that Lucas gave us, which seems like, I don't know if breaking a large bill is a concept that they have here, but it feels a little bit like we might draw attention to ourselves with that coin. Maybe we can ask for a, a tab that we settle after mm. the festival.
1: Right. Great. Yeah, I mean... A, a gold piece might be more than we think it is. You well, know, you know, it might be a lot. We don't know.
2: Okay, so who wants to go ask about this tab and when it is
1: due? I messed up enough tonight. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll 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 go uh I've got a pretty good relationship with Basil, uh, I must say, so
0: good idea. I'm gonna
3: saunter up to the bar and uh try to get Basil's attention.
4: Uh she comes over. And she's standing before... She Yes, can I Can I help you? Can I get you anything else?
3: Basil, I, I think we're... Uh, you know, we're thinking about it, but uh, we just want to check in and see what our tabs run up to so far. So, yeah, just wondering where we stand right now.
4: Uh, well, the rest of your food is coming out, but presently you're at 12 Copper.
3: 12 Copper, right. And, you know... Uh, uh do you, do you carry like lots of small change like we're just trying to figure out um you know how to split our tab amongst ourselves so uh
4: she says well it's uh, 10 copper to a silver and 10 silver to a gold okay
3: excellent and uh, uh i'm going to go uh talk to my friends and see what we're thinking about but yeah we'll, would you like we'll to take you soon. The,
4: would you like to take this with you since you're here and she has two plates of roasted vegetables that she oh. places down.
3: Delightful. This smells delicious.
4: And it does. It does actually smell delicious. It's got like some rosemary. it like it's got salt, like like big rock salt kind of stuff on it. And it just looks really tasty.
3: Fantastic. Thank you so much. Alright. So I, I, I bring these back to the table. Babuya. So... Ooh, uh, looking good. Yeah. So I, I think we're, we're doing okay. Uh, we do have quite a bit of money. We could buy lots of vegetables, apparently.
4: Why don't don't we eat up these plates before anybody else comes asking for some? Well, it just so happens that as you're starting to reach for the food, uh, a man and a woman, both sort of uh, shabbily dressed, kind of move towards the table with their hands uh, outstretched like they are there, like they're begging. Um, and they don't really say anything, they just kind of stand there They are in your peripheral And they both have their one hand out
3: uh, Marcus, are you seeing this? Uh, Yeah uh, What do we do? Should we should we give them some of our food? Or order them a plate? I don't, I don't know, I, I feel bad To be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm not hungry So they can have my share if they like Alright I'll uh, pick up a, a couple of potatoes and just drop it in their hands. And they there take you it. go, friends. They,
4: they give you like kind of a really like a like a bow of their heads and like they're very they're very thankful, and they co- sort of nod and just back away quietly. Good guy, Josh. At it again. Just making friends all over the Thanks, tavern.
3: <laughs> you know, I, I've I've been there. He's a
4: tavern hero. This
3: guy. Yeah. So you eat, and it is delicious.
4: The food is hot and delicious. And uh, you spend the rest of the evening sort of talking amongst yourselves, theorizing about your situation and how to handle it. Lauren and his family, uh, Tamas and Pazette, sort of walk over towards your table and say, uh, Well, we were thinking of, of heading home. Um, now, if it's okay with you, we ought to travel as a group. So if that's, if that's going to work for you, then. Maybe we could just walk over and if you had mentioned you wanted to discuss further uh, some private matters or whatever, we could probably do it at, at the uh, at the house. So does that work for you to go now? Have you settled up? Not yet. Okay, let's assume you guys settled up. Okay. It was oh. uh, 16 copper.
3: So we got 84, 84 copper back you, at us.
4: You can make it all copper from moving forward if you want Yes. So we got 84. All right uh so you, you you stand up you can see that he's still got a two of the packages of food that he got from you earlier wrapped up in wax paper and he sort of walks you out and he turns to you at the door and he goes listen now excuse me listen you just need to stay together okay and i'm talking i'm talking to you and i'm also talking to you and he turns to possess and he turns to Tamis and he says, "We need to stay together. We're not wandering. Nobody's wandering off. Okay? They're particularly active tonight. It's the eve of the festival, so we're staying together. All right." And in that moment, um, as the the girls start to kind of huddle closer to you all, uh, you notice that uh, that you you'd seen Tamis before, but you hadn't seen Pizette really close up. And she's kind of a beautiful uh, woman. She's got chestnut hair, sort of flowing. She's got these striking green eyes and she's she's a very beautiful woman.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Phantom Nirvana. Our music is by Seiji, Dying Sons, Houseflies in December, J.D. Garza, and Turntry. Art is by Sydney Lodge. Join the conversation on social media at Phantom Nirvana.